Hey, welcome back, everyone, to another episode of Tech Tuesday on the Educational AD Podcast. We'll be right back with today's tech expert, but we want to give a shout out to our partners, the Global Community of Women in High School Sports, the Florida Coaches Coalition, Vital Signs Wall of Fame, and We Coach. These are four great organizations. You need to add them to your network. And now, don't hit that fast forward button. Stay with us for the next three minutes. Take a listen to our podcast sponsor ads. Again, these are all great products. You should have them working for you at your school or your organization. Here we go. We want to say thanks to Hometown Ticketing, the leading digital ticketing provider to schools and colleges. Go to hometownticketing.com. They're going to show you how to set up and sell tickets for all your events, not just athletics, but things like school plays and concerts, dances, even graduation. And the best part, every step of the way, you're going to have a dedicated client success manager that's providing hands-on support to you. That's every step of the way. Go to hometownticketing.com and get started today. Simple and easy online ticketing. That's hometown ticketing. We also want to say thank you to Snap Mobile, the parent company of an entire suite of platforms designed to help you as an athletic director do your job better. Go to snapraise.com. You can check out all the platforms, including their fundraising platform, SnapRaise. We used it at our school with great success. Coaches loved it, parents loved it, and it works. And you can too. They even have a program where they'll send you your money before you actually start your fundraiser. Nobody else does that. You can find it all at snapraise.com. That's snapraise.com. We also want to say thanks to Gipper. Go to gipper.com and see how ADs are creating world-class content for their school social media channel. Promote your athletes, your teams, your coaches, and you. Mention our podcast with the code ADPOD10. You'll get 10% off. That's gipper.com. Create custom content for your school social media channel. And we want to say thanks to Wall of Fame by Vital Signs. They're on a mission to bring your school's legacy to life. The Wall of Fame is an interactive touchscreen console that's going to highlight your students' Uh, both past and present in athletics, academics, and the arts, but it also allows you to tell more compelling stories about your program that'll better engage your audience. Go to vitalsignswalloffame.com, check out their great products, and then use the link vitalsignswalloffame.com slash Jake to get a nice discount. Vital Signs Wall of Fame, bring your school's legacy to life. And we want to thank Huddle. Go to huddle.com and change the way you see the game. As a football coach, I used Huddle for years, and it was terrific. But when I became an athletic director, our school was a Huddle school. And all of our coaches, volleyball, basketball, soccer, they all love the tools that Huddle provides. Go to Huddle.com, and you'll find a complete professional-grade solution. At Huddle, we believe in sports, and teams believe in Huddle. Join the 6 million users. Turn your school into a Huddle school. We also want to say thanks to Sideline Interactive Indoor Score Tables and Video Boards. You've heard me say before, one of the best purchases I ever made was our Sideline Interactive Indoor Score Table. Their products are tremendously versatile, and their customer service is just outstanding. Go to sidelineinteractive.com, schedule a live web demo, and see their tables and their boards in action. Sidelineinteractive.com. Check them out today. And we want to say thanks to Athletic Surveys by Lifetrack. Athletic Surveys 
allows you to collect comprehensive data that'll help you evaluate and improve your entire program. Athletic directors typically only hear back from the complainers, that 2%, the squeaky wheel parent. Uh, but we also need to hear from the 98% that really love and support our program. And that's where Athletic Surveys comes in. They're going to create a custom survey that will allow you to take the pulse of your parents and your student-athletes. So go to athleticsurveys.com. Check them out today. That's athleticsurveys.com. Welcome back, everyone, to another episode of Tech Tuesday, the Educational AD Podcast. Uh, today, we've got uh, what we like to call a friend of the show, Dr. Scott Grant. Regular listeners will certainly recognize that name. He's a longtime AD himself, uh, currently a college professor at uh, Findlay. Also has his own consulting business, Triple Threat Leadership. And in the past uh, year or so, uh, he's really taken the lead and I think become the go-to person for high school NIL information. And uh, he's got some exciting news to share with us today. But first, uh, Dr. Scott Grant, welcome back to Tech Tuesday. Yeah, thanks so much for having me. Always a blast to, to be on and help where I can. So thanks so much. Oh, absolutely. And again, for if you're new to the podcast, uh, you know, Scott has been in our shoes. He was a high school AD. Uh, you know, now, again, he's teaching uh, at the college level, but works with high schools, works with coaches, works with state associations uh, in particular on uh, the ever growing phenomenon known as NIL. So, Scott, I know you got some uh, exciting news. Uh, can you share uh, some of that with our listeners today? Yeah, absolutely. It's interesting whenever people ask me about this. So I still coach high school basketball uh, and I was actually on, on a school board when I when I left K-12. I joined the school board. My dad was a high school coach and teacher. So was my mom. And he always said, Scott, if you, if you leave teaching, make sure that you stay involved, et cetera. So I became a school board member. And it's interesting because my doctor is in educational leadership. So this whole NIL piece, just I see it from so many different lenses and and. I've been blessed to have the opportunity to work with, with high schools and staff and state associations, really help them try to under, understand holistically what all of this means, because it's so different for everybody, right? Every school is different. Every state association is different. And um, one of the things, and, and I'll, I'll pull up my screen real quick and, and I'll kind of talk through that, but over the past, I guess, year and a half, maybe two years, one of the things that, that I've found is everybody's across the spectrum on what they know about NIL. Everything from uh, school AD and principal who is never even under, never really even heard the word other than, oh, somebody mumbled it, to a person thinking NIL means national letter of intent, to somebody who's doing research all over the place. And the one thing that they always ask me is, Scott, we need some sort of condensed version of all types of, of what we really need to know. And, and some of my best friends are uh, high school principals and ADs, and they were all like, Scott, just put it all together and, and give us the stuff we need to know. Tell me the overview. Tell me what I should be focusing on. Give me the red flags. Give me the top tens. And I was like, all right. So um, I actually spent the last year and a half kind of putting this together and updating, et cetera. And what I've created is is the NIL prep kit. And really what the NIL prep kit is, is, is all of that kind of combined and put together. And we'll put the link to this in the show notes. And the biggest things that I, that I often see for schools is 
their their brains kind of go all over the place because they're like, what do I do? They read these policies, it gets a little bit crazy. And really at the end of the day, all you can really do is figure out an educational plan to move that forward. From, so from an NIL prep kit, I've built this, this kit that is a downloadable document. Uh, I also have it broken down into, into different sections. So if you just want a piece, you don't have to download the full document. And I've also included all of these things for something you can send out to your, your community, your staff, your, your students. So it gives them a little bit of a gauge. And in this prep kit, it has things such as, hey, here's some red flags you need to pay attention to. Uh, here's some, the top 10 NIL frequently asked questions that you need to really acknowledge. Uh, here's a sample policy that you can plug and play and, and look at. And the coolest part for me is I love creating things like this, right? I, I love building items. I love going through. So, so as I'm doing this, my brain's always coming from an AD perspective, right? So what would I need? How can I support them? Um, and for those of you watching this on YouTube, everything I try to build is something that hopefully is beneficial that you can put into place every single day. Uh, even from here's a policy that you can start the discussion with your school board and it's highlighted where you put your name, right? Like we need it when I was an AD, as simple and as easy as possible to really identify um, what that looks like. Now, um, as you go through, and, and if this is something that is interested for you, um, I, I've had a lot of ADs say, I want something I can send to my, my parents that includes all of this stuff. That's in here as well. So um, really, this has kind of been like a, a blessing and a labor of love that I'll continue to update and I always tell ADs, and, and you know, we've talked about this many times, I don't want to create things that aren't beneficial specifically for the schools, right? Like I'm, I'm not just sitting here saying, oh, how can I do this? How can I do that? It's like, hey, here's a pain point that the school is having. What can I do to best you know, support them and build something that they could utilize on a daily basis? So if it's a reporting document, if it's a, a top 10 questions that they're having, if it's an analysis of their, their policy, whatever that might be, um, you know, that's what I really want to do. And that's what this is, is that starting point for schools to really start identifying what this is going to look like in their, their world, in their school district. You know, uh, we've talked before, uh, you know, many times, uh, about this ever-changing landscape, um, just, um, from a scorecard standpoint, uh, and again, for our listeners, we're recording this on uh, May 2nd, um, how many states have come up with an actual NIL policy, state high school associations that, that you're aware of? Because a year ago, or maybe definitely two years ago, there were none other than the standard uh, you know, amateur language. Um, right. What's the scoreboard look like right now? Yeah, so now we're at 28. Uh, you know, Nevada passed, they were the 28th, but it's still gotta be approved by um, some additional entities because every state, again, is so different, right? Now, the unique thing about that, um, when, when you're looking at the state policies, you know, there are some states that just give guidelines. It's not a policy, it's just included, hey, here are the guidelines on NIL if you choose to pursue that path. And, and that can be very good because it's, it's not a box. It's not regulations. It's not, hey, you got to stay right here within these items. Um, but it also leaves a lot to interpretation, right? Um, a lot of state associations are connecting it directly to an amateurism regulation, which sometimes it's, it's like, 
the guideline piece is almost better than, hey, if you do this, you lose your amateurism status because, I mean, technically, the, one of the battles is how can you tell a, a kid that they can't monetize their NIL, right? Like their their name, image, and likeness is, is their own right of publicity. It doesn't mean it's super connected to their athletic prowess. Now, you could say it is, but at the end of the day, I don't know, you have state associations that govern activities as well as athletics. So a kid who's very musical, they can't do any sort of endorsement deal with with their NIL and, and a piano company or um, some govern esports. I mean, a lot of those esports gamer kids, yep. I mean, they, they make a lot of profit from those types of pieces. So I've worked with a state that their state association doesn't allow NIL, but it governs activities and athletics. They allow it for activities, but they don't allow it for athletics. But it's like, uh, how, how does that work? So right. there's a lot of pieces to that. And again, in, in you know, kind of going back to, to that prep kit, um, and these are things that I'll try to update. One of the biggest things I always tell people, it's really important to just understand the, the, the minimum basis that is, that is governed whether your state has it or not. And then at some point you have to dig in a little bit further into um, some of the questions that your state, you may have of your specific state association, uh, like right here. And, and I'll just go through this quick and then we'll go back. But, you know, a question is, do I have to disclose my NIL activity? So in one of those 28 states, I had a parent say, if we sign an NIL deal, do we have to disclose that NIL agreement to the school or the state association? Well, in some states, there, there is a disclosure requirement in their state policy. So like in Pennsylvania, within 72 hours after entering into any type of NIL contract, a student or the parents guardians must notify the principal or athletic director of the student's school of entering into that agreement, right? That's in their state policy. So let, it's important. Now, a lot of states don't have a disclosure you know, requirement. So you have the, these base pieces and then you're like, Oh, goodness. And, and that's where it gets really hard at the high school level, because you've got 51 state athletic associations. And if they all end up approving this, you've got 51 different policies that where do we start? Right. What what do, what do we do and, and how does that really look? So um, it can be a little bit tough from that perspective. But yeah, 28 currently and, and still conversation still moving. You know, again, I have, you know, about 2% knowledge of uh, all the things that, that you're talking about. Um, I think it's probably safe to say that most, uh, most of the existing policies include language that says, um, you know, you can't use the school logo, the school name, you know, colors, etc., cetera, uh, which, which makes sense because that's the school's right. name, image, and likeness. It's not yours. Yeah. Um, are you aware of any state that does allow that, that you can say, you know, Billy Smith from the, you know, uh, Rivertown, you know, Trojan high school team uh, supports Joe's garage or something. Uh, is there any state that does allow them to uh, incorporate the school name and logo? Right. No, at this point, I haven't seen any that allow you to utilize the school IP, um, their intellectual property. The, the thing, though, to understand is it's interesting when the NCAA passed um, the allowance of NIL activity at the college level, uh, they were very strict, right? Like colleges couldn't be part of any facilitation of deals. Students weren't allowed. It was, it was very similar to what you, you're seeing at the high school level, right? Can't use school IPs, et cetera. And, and there were some schools that said, 
why do you have the right to say whether or not uh, we we can control our IP for a student to use it, right? Saying like, well, what if we want a student athlete to use our IP for an NIL agreement that we, you know, approve for them to do that? And then it's like, oh, okay. <laughs> like, why does the NCAA get to control like our IP? So part of, as you look at this trickle down and you know, what usually flows continues to flow. Um, I could see a school saying, Hey, why, why is this state association have a regulation over whether or not we can allow a student athlete to use our IP for something, right? Because some schools are saying this is a, it could be a beneficial public moment that our school potentially wants to be part of. I'm not saying it's going to happen, but does the state athletic association have jurisdiction over a specific school's IP? I don't, I don't know. I mean, that's, that's a tough one. Now haven't seen it yet, but a lot of this stuff is like prepare for what you potentially could have. Right. I'll, I'll be honest. I know a school that's hiring an NIL coordinator at the high school level internally within their school. Right. And it's in the state that doesn't allow NIL. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And again, what we see now, uh, a year from now, you know, it could be completely different. Uh, I just yesterday, I I was just interviewing for the show, uh, an athletic director at a division two college here in Florida. And we talked about NIL and understanding college is different than high school. But he said that at their program, which is very successful D2 program, uh, he said that they had he thought it was 11 student athletes at his college that had some kind of NIL deal. And he said all of them involved product as opposed to, you know, cash in hand. And he said the most successful one uh, um, was a a track and field uh, gal who had three separate NIL deals. He said each one, uh, because they are very much in, you know, tracking that and and making sure that they're not violating uh, their NIL for NCAA. He said that they were all uh, around $200 worth of product. Uh, so um, yeah. I, I, and you've mentioned this before, I think those are the types of deals that are probably going to be most common for a high school student athlete. So here's my question after that long prep. Um, are you uh, aware of, you know, any um, high school deals a- across the country that fall into that category, you know, and, and you know, ballpark it five, ten, a thousand. You know, uh, what's your, what's your thermometer for high school NIL right now? Yeah, I mean, I would, I would say to be honest, when you're looking at, you know, you look at the two percent of of everything, right? Two percent of the college deals, two percent of the high school deals, the elite. Um, there's probably some some cash as part of those programs, right? Some some payment, some actual money. But you're right. I, I would say the large majority of high school NIL deals have to do with some sort of exchange of services or good. Um, a person who uh, gets a free membership to a workout uh, gym in exchange to be an ambassador, right? I've seen quite a few of those. Um, I've seen a couple where like protein companies or the specific types of apparel that a student might utilize. Now it's not usually Nike or Adidas. It could be, Hey, I wear this type of uh, knee brace or I wear the, I utilize the, the, the St. I think it was St. John Bosco uh, Kong IQ. It's like a weightlifting program type of piece. They signed a team-wide deal with all of their football players, right? Um, now, 
they they get testimonials they get feedback so a lot of companies are looking at this like can we can we utilize this person in some capacity not we're not going to give them five thousand dollars but if they provide uh, affiliate link right they may they may be like I mean, kind of like salesmen for things that they may believe in. You're also seeing a lot of deals, especially the initial first ones in many states, um, organizations that are closely connected to the families, right? Like, uh, so maybe it's a, a business in town who's uh, the owner is connected very closely to the parents of a student athlete that they sign, right? Or an uncle or an aunt who has a business and, and they want to kind of dabble in this without... I'm not going to lay out $10,000 for somebody and I don't know the ROI, right? You want 20% off of a, a product of a code and, and we think that it could be beneficial if you post about it or you give us testimonials or feedback. Absolutely. That, that's something that, that we'll move into that. So I don't think I can put an exact number on it, but I would say a large majority um, are actually in that capacity for the other 98%. Well, I like the word that you used previously, uh, ambassador. You know, uh, they're they're not a salesperson. They're not necessarily employed, but, you know, they're an ambassador for the company. That's good. Absolutely. Scott, I, I know the information's in the kit and listeners. Uh, you, uh, we're going to give you all that information on how to get it. It'll also be in the show notes. But for somebody who's listening, Scott, how do they get the kit? And how can they reach out to you if they want to pick your brain more? not just about NIL, but about triple threat leadership and all the things that you do for coaches, ADs and programs. Yep. So you can, you can get the link to, to go and purchase the kit on triple threat leadership.com. Um, the website that I have also on NIL education.com. Uh, you can sign up there. There's a, a newsletter piece on there. I also write a docs dose of NIL, which is a uh, yeah, I try to do it weekly, things that are happening, and then really apply it to the high school space. Um, they can go there. There's a link right to it. They can always contact me at my email address, scott at tripletreatleadership.com. Uh, you know, my cell phone's listed in my emails, listed on the website. Uh, it's I'm, I'm about as easy as you can, you could possibly be to get a hold of. Uh, I don't, I don't hide behind any curtains. And if I can help you in any, any possible way, I'm more than willing to, you know, just yesterday I got four different calls from, from high schools that needed some help, uh, Arizona, Utah, uh, just questions. You know, one person had a, a deal come across their, their plate. And again, I'm not a lawyer and I don't ever give legal advice, but it's, Hey, I think you should probably call your compliance department at your state association, which again, is one of those questions. It's really about what do I need to ask? And, and I'm more than willing to support anyone as they kind of go through this crazy, crazy stuff. And that's uh, uh one more uh, duty to be assigned uh, for every state yeah. uh, activities association. Who's their NIL coordinator? Because uh, those yeah. calls and emails are they're going to be coming in. Absolutely. Yeah, and that's that's one thing too. Is is if your state in, in you know Georgia was had talked about NIL and they've actually they're not going to put it up for a vote. You know Ohio's voted it down, and there was another state that kind of pushed it back. And anytime I talk to an AD or if you're a school administrator, it's I would always I would always clarify, you know, who do I contact with questions? Because if your state association hasn't clarified that yet, that's that's concerning because there are going to be questions. And let's face it, usually with most things sports related, adults are the ones that screw this up, right? So we got we gotta we gotta figure out who's the direct line and how do we get that support that we need to really help our, our student athletes the best way we can. 
Well, Scott, thanks uh, so much for sharing with the listeners today. And thanks for putting together that kit. Uh, listeners, I, I think this is something you really need to add to your toolbox, if you will. Um, and uh, hopefully uh, our paths, your path and our path, my path will cross, uh, you know, down the road, uh, hopefully before uh, December, because I know you're going to be coming down to the National Conference in Orlando. Uh, yeah. Maybe we can take uh, you and your wife out for a boat ride. Uh, there we go. There we go. I love it. No, as always, man, I appreciate everything you do and your continued support of interscholastic athletics everywhere. I mean, you're, you're the best. Well, uh, for listeners, we appreciate you tuning in. Uh, and as you know, we upload the Zoom videos to the Educational AD Podcast YouTube channel. Come back next Tuesday for another great tech tip and just about every day for new content on the Educational AD Podcast. We'll see you next time. Again, uh, check out Dr. Scott Grant, Triple Threat Leadership. Uh, the information they talked about to order the kit is listed in the show notes. You can also find it on his website. Before we go, we do want to give a shout out to our sponsors, Athletic Surveys by Lifetrack, Sideline Interactive Indoor Score Tables and Video Boards, Huddle, Wall of Fame by Vital Signs, Gipper, Snap Mobile, Snap Raise, and hometown ticketing. Uh, we appreciate uh, you um, checking out these sponsors and uh, hopefully adding their products to your toolbox. Thanks again for tuning in. Uh, we'll see you next time on Tech Tips on the Educational AD Podcast.